Joining us right now to take a look at some companies on the move, companies at 52-week highs and even some of the meme stocks is Caleb Silver, Editor-in-Chief of Investopedia. We're glad that he's able to be with us. You have all the clients that look at Investopedia. You have your anxiety index. So I think you could probably give us a good sense of investor sentiment overall right now. How are they feeling? A little bit better than they were a couple of weeks ago because as we know, sentiment was in the tank, but investors have really sort of changed their tune. We've seen some aggressive buying. We've That's seen good. our readers looking for opportunities to find upside in either meme stocks or some of those beaten down ETFs. So a lot of buying activity and a lot of opportunity seeking. And we've seen that also inside the public markets when we look inside the insider buying S4 filings and those SEC filings. So oh. interesting. So that is interesting. When you see the insiders buying, that means uh, smart money's going to work. Um, that being said, I just, let's just start with some of the meme stocks. Um, you know, this group is so exciting and it really brought to the forefront what trading is and can be. And I think a lot, we got a lot of new retail traders during COVID. You know, when you have teenagers and people who have never traded going, hey, have you seen GameStop, right? So it really brought a lot of interest to investing. Um, that being said, I know a few names that you've been watching, names like Kodak, GameStop, and Figs, which actually we had the executive of Figs, which makes scrubs. Um, yeah, for hospitals the, the medical, and stuff. Uh, yeah, these are some names that got your attention. Why? Why? Because we were looking at where the insiders were the most aggressive, and sometimes it was a corporate insider, sometimes it was a, an outside firm buying stock in these companies. But if you comb through those S4 filings, you're going to see some interesting names. Three of the ones I picked up on, Eastman Kodak was a little meme stock back in the early, early days. Mm -hmm. Not a lot going on with the company, but a $15.4 million purchase a few weeks ago, that stock is up 47% in the past month. Yes. A lot of that in the past two weeks. Now, was the insider buying the catalyst, or do insiders think things are going to get better here for us? So we saw that stock move. You mentioned Figs, the medical apparel retailer. They make those scrubs. $12.8 million insider purchase also a week ago. That stock up 34% in the past 30 days. And then GameStop, it doesn't take much. The insider, Ryan Cohen, the chairman, just right. buying a few hundred thousand dollars, $383,000 in stock. The stock's on an absolute tear of 51% in the past month. Yeah, and you have to wonder what's driving these names. Is it the insider buying? Is it the sentiment that people just want to be participating once again because they think that they will have the volatility they need to make some money? Yeah, I think it's all of that, and I think, look, these stocks have been in a real downturn, not just a bear market, in a depression. Right. So they needed some big moves off the bottom, and that retail base is still very hungry and looking for opportunity, but after a washout like that, it didn't take much, especially in GameStop, to get that stock on the move. When the chairman bought some stock, it looks like the entire retail right. army moved in and bought it right. as well. And, I, you know, I think Ryan Cohen is just such a big name, too. I mean, people are, are watching him very closely. That being said, I, another big name, I'm going to make it Warren Buffett in Burke B, right, Berkshire Hathaway. And one thing that Warren Buffett always said was that he liked the rails. And that's how I'm going to transition to something you're going to be talking about. He always said, you can replace a lot of people with kiosks. You can do a lot of things digitally. But what you can't do digitally is move the big rails across the country filled, you know, filling those cars. I mean, that's not digital. That's you got to stick with the railroads. Tell me a little bit about the group. Yeah, I did. For, I went on a little search for 52 week highs like I like yeah. to do when I come yeah. visit you. And I found a bunch of railroad rail stocks in there. Now, their transports. We know that there's a big commodity surge in pricing. Mm -hmm. You got to move those goods across country. But two of those were in Canada, right? Canadian National up 10% year-to-date, and Canadian Pacific up 14% year-to-date. 
both making 52-week highs this week. Berkshire Hathaway, the baby bees, the big A's, the big Berkshires, made it right. last week. This week it was the babies. Now, is Berkshire Hathaway a railway company? No, but he does own the Burlington Northern Santa Fe Railroad. So that's a big play for them. And then Union Pacific, up 8.6% year to date. Railways, transports usually lead rallies when rallies are beginning. Hopefully that's the case this time. We know prices are up and rail car uh, costs are up a lot too, which is why these railways are doing so well. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, you know, a, a right, and with oil on the rise and other ways to move things that might be more expensive versus, I don't know how this co would compete, but, you know, people like to get into the things that are so snazzy and they forget about good old uh, great companies that can bring it, industrials or things like that. Um, that being said, on the big picture here, as we move forward, what are people looking up? Are they, are they worried? Are they typing in recession as people seem to be throwing that around? Because I've had guests who've come on and said the bottom was in, in March, right? ahead Because this is our third week of gains now that, that it's in. And there's others who are watching the dip in the, you know, the inversion for a millisecond on the yield curve and saying, oh, Recession's coming. Yeah, yeah. So you have that question all the time. What happens when the yield curve inverts? What are the history of recessions? How does the stock market do in periods of recession? Right. We're not necessarily going into recession, but the percentages are increasing. The drumbeat's getting louder around that, so people are looking for that. But our readers are always looking for action, so some of them are getting involved in some of the inverse ETFs, looking for that two, three times upside yeah. on, the, on the 100, on the Qs, on the uh, SPY. So they're looking for that, but they're mm -hmm. also looking for opportunities in the places where the stock damage has been the worst. Some of that's meme stocks, but biotech's been severely hurt by this. They're looking for opportunities there. Always right. opportunistic, but in the back right. of their mind, feeling what could the worst situation be if we got into a recession, if we got into another downturn here. But by and large, like you said, in general, sentiment is strong. We've had two, three weeks of gains. Maybe the bottom is in. These things are choppy at the bottom. <laughs> but if you're not in and staying invested, you're going to miss these big moves at the bottoms. Yeah, and you know what else I think? I think like when you look at, first of all, the rails, by the way, I meant to mention, they got through all those union issues, right? They had a lot of union issues. But the big picture here is we're getting in some of the economic prints. We're seeing jobs being created. You are seeing growth. It may be slower growth, um, but we have to see how it all plays out and whether or not the Fed can, can provide a soft landing, right? And there are some who think that will just be priced out, whether it's for oil or housing or anything like that. And that in itself will turn us away from inflation because people just won't buy houses or they won't fill their gas tanks. You said it, the, the cure for high prices is high prices because yes. consumers back up, businesses think twice about expanding, hiring more workers, maybe more CapEx spending. So high prices can cure high prices. We'll see if it happens this time, but you can't right. ignore the activity in the commodity market, which is why the rails are doing well. And you yeah. did mention the labor issues. They're here in the U.S., also up in Canada. Looks right. like they got past that. Yeah. And of course, FANG is something we always talk about. I mean, people just love to talk about FANG. We had on Dan Ives this week, who still is touting Tesla and Apple. Still loves Apple in that FANG group. All right, any final thoughts? No, I think people got to stick with it. This is the period of time where you yeah. see these big bounces. Sometimes that is the signal of a bottom. So you got to stay invested. And if you mm -hmm. jump out of the market, if you jumped out a few weeks ago, yeah. you missed these big moves early. And those are the ones that really yeah. help you get back to where you were. I'm so glad you're with us here on the floor of the Stock so Exchange. You and I have been in business news our lifetime. So welcome back to good Stock to Exchange. Nice to see you. Caleb Silver joining us, Editor-in-Chief of Investopedia, live here at the New York Stock Exchange with us on our first week. Thank you, Caleb.